What's your favorite scary movie? They mostly come at night. Mostly. Be afraid. Be very afraid. And your suffering will be legendary even in hell. Welcome, victims, to the Horgasm Podcast. Kill the lights, lock the doors, get comfy, and prepare for the sexiest and scariest podcast around. I'm Nick, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Ali. Hi, hi. I always say, like, say your name differently, you know, Ali, Ali, Alu. It's kind of funny. Prince Ali Boo. Prince Ali Boo Boo. <laughs> If you know you're cultured like that, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, Prince Ali mm, Boo yes. if you're nasty. <laughs> yes. Mm, yes. Oh my God, this movie do? was a trip. This is a good you one. know, it felt like sort of like slightly less campy version, almost of like Tremors. If yes. like it's like if Tremors and the Thing had a baby, and that baby was a robot, and it screamed. And it, oh my God, the screaming. And it screamed. Yeah, it was like, yeah, the screaming was something. And it was like, uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. It was like a, like, they just like, like, I don't know if I wanted like reverberation or something, but it's <laughs> like they just open their mouth and all of a sudden it's like, I'm going to pull my face away, but it's like, <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think, I don't know how they did it, but I think they just took a scream and mixed with a uh, saw blade. Probably. And that makes sense. boom, you got the scream. Because that's, like, essentially what they are in their pre-evolved form. It's like little spinny saw blady things, right? Yep. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. It was cool. Like mobile I, landmines. I love watching, and I, this is, like, very generalized, but I love watching, like, movies about the future and, like, what they think, like, future technology will be like. Yeah. And it's, it's awesome. It's so funny. <laughs> I don't know. It was kind of cool. And I love, like, they're like, oh, look at all these futuristic computers. Beep, boop, 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 yeah. beep, beep. And it's just, like, big light-up buttons. <laughs> like we saw in, in, in Screamers, they have an old 1995, like, Windows yes. keyboard. Well, <laughs> the big one. The big one with not, the big curve. Not the square, not the square, not the rock, rock, old rectangle one, but yep. the, 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 the fancy one now is for, like, Windows 95. Yes. And, Oh, the one those. that killed your wrist. Like, that's carpal tunnel and yeah. a keyboard. <laughs> yeah. Oh, just, like, as somebody who works on a computer for, like, eight-plus hours a day, seeing that hurt my wrists watching that. So it's like, you know, but it's what people thought was ergonomic back then. That's you know true. what I mean? Oof. Yeah. Now it's like if I don't have my – I have a jelly thing for my wrist, Ooh. like, for my keyboard because I type all day, right? Like, I barely use my mouse. It's, you know, time-saving thing. <laughs> it's accountant talk, you know. Accountant talk, yes. <laughs> well, before we get really too far into talking about screamers, we also have a little mini review. Well, yeah. I'm going to call it a review. We could talk about it. Yeah. I don't want to spoil it. It's it was niche. good. <laughs> um, and I forgot, because I had that interview with Amy Acker yeah. when we first started. Uh, I'm sure she mentioned this movie that yes. her and her husband kind of filmed in their home with an iPhone. Yep. And it's like 16 minutes. It's called Outside. Oh, and so it's, good. And it's on, it's on YouTube. Yeah. Free to watch. Go check it out. It's a very sh- little short horror uh, suspense movie. 
It was good. Yeah. I liked it. It was really good. I liked it. I like, but that's the only thing with these is that, yes, it was 16 minutes. I want more. I want more. We didn't get any answers. Yeah. No. I had like all of the questions and none of the answers. You get like a few. Yeah. But it's also like within 16 minutes. That's why I appreciate people who like do short films or write short books. Like, because you have to pack a lot. Into a, into little, a very yeah. small amount of time. And I felt like this was so well done because, like, there's almost no exposition. They're just, like, throw you into, like, okay, this is a couple living their life and something's going to go wrong. And Basically, like, oh, my God. Without any spoilers, the plot is a couple living in her house. Um, she can't go outside. Yes. At all. Yeah. Uh, she wants to open the window. Yep. The husband's like, nope, don't do that. And she sees outside and she's like, I wish... Mm-hmm. And she has a neighbor who she sees, and she's like, well, she's outside. Oh, no, get back in. And then she disappears. Mm-hmm. And leads to think that, is she losing it? What's going on? Yeah. Uh, and There's... then he also, mm-hmm. uh, like, he's reinforcing, if you go outside, I will lose you. You will die. Mm-hmm. He didn't say die. He was, I will lose you. Yes. And um, he goes out. He yep. He letters up, has a gun, and he goes, gets food. But... Yeah, there's also like a, a tone, like a, a, a siren goes off. They go and hide in the closet downstairs. Right. And you kind of wonder, well, it gets you thinking as the audience, is he making this up? Is he a creeper? Exactly. Is he telling the truth? Right. Maybe, you know, what's going to happen if she goes outside? Like, it feels very like um, Cloverfield Lane. You yes. You know what I mean? Yes, I was just thinking that. Yes. Yes. 100%. It's, um, it was good. It was, I know I've said that literally four times. Take a shot for every time I've said good. <laughs> oh, it's just like, it, it's so different. And I think I just didn't know what I was expecting going into it. And well, did I. I had no clue. Right. I knew it was outside and she and her husband are inside. Yeah. Watch. I'm like, oh, well, is there going to be monsters? Well, it's also they filmed on their own iPhone. Yeah. So yeah. again, no spoilers. There's nothing really, you know, the effect's pretty good. Yeah, it was but, really interesting. It's, it's got a good little twist at the end. Yeah, well, it was kind of twisty and turny the whole time. Like, there's lots of misdirection. Oh, yeah. And, like, you know, it's, again, like we've talked about to death on here, that it's that fear of the unknown, because we don't honestly know what's after, in quotations, them. Like, it's, you don't know, and you're just like, man, like, what's actually going on? Like, what's actually going yeah. on? And you can see, though, from Amy's character's perspective, like, yes. she's going loony. Yes. She's cleaning everything. She's trying to keep herself busy. Boredom is just killing. I think her own like mind is breaking because she's so secluded. Exactly. She's it's her very and her like Rapunzel y yeah. in the beginning of Tangle. She's, like, she's always, you know, she paints and cleans. Cleaning and everything. Cleaning the windows every day, every window every yes. day. Um, he uses a knife to like make a little bit of meal. Like, it looks like he has like a tuna and crackers. Yes. And uh, as soon as he's done with the knife, she instantly washes it. Yes. So she's. She's kind of got a bit of a, a thing going on. Yes. And um, and that's like how we open is her cleaning, basically. And he's like, you know, like it's clean enough. And yeah. she's like, well, you. Yeah, keep cleaning. <laughs> Never clean enough. <laughs> and she's not even like usually Amy Acker. Her character's kind of more of a bubbly kind of. Yes. She's not in this. In this, she throws on her serious, um, kind of disturbed right. feel. Yeah. And she does a really good job at it. Like you can tell the that they're both trained actors yeah. because like they're they're really good at what they're doing yeah. <laughs> but no i can't say anything bad about amy acker i can't right? she is 
She's a peach. She is salt of the earth. Yes. And always, I will continue saying that because I met her and she was just the nicest person ever. Love her. Mm-hmm. Love mm-hmm. her. I hope, I, hope, I, hope, I want nothing but the best for her and her family. Yay. During this whole Backstreet Boys tour. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> to quote the game Grumps. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. Yeah, I think we can talk about the pandemic on here and nobody will take us down, so that's nice. We're, we're not, not monetized, so we can say whatever the fuck we no, want. No, we're not. <laughs> we need more, more listeners first for monetization. Oh, well. Oh, well. That's okay. I still got, I got a job, you got a job, we're making monies, and we're watching horror movies. Woo-hoo. That's the real payoff. That is truly <laughs> the biggest payoff. Sit here with you and watch good or bad horror movies. Yeah. Yeah. This one this week was, I don't know. I'm still on the fence about it. You know, I feel the same way I felt when we watched Chopping Mall. Yeah. Is that like, it's not a bad movie. It's very, um, of the period. Of yes. Of the 1990s. Although it is, actually by, well, no, I guess we're going forward and backward. But sure. by time wise, we're going from 80s to 90s. Mm-hmm. And then next one's going to be more 2000s. Fine. I'm not going to say even when the next one starts or the time they film it because that'd be a spoiler. And I'm saving that till next week. Yeah, I don't even know what it is. You guys can't oh, get anything out of me. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah. It's, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It was, um, yeah, it, it's very, like, very action-y. Like, there's a lot of action-y sort of sequences, a lot of chases, again, a lot of guns and explosions, and, you know. Like, I would even call it more of a sci-fi film. Totally. But it's definitely in the totally. horror aspects. Yes. Due to the uh, the content and the screamers and... Yeah, like, it's something that... Like, even, like, even jump. There's a, there's a jump scene that oh, got you. The stupidest fucking thing. <laughs> He's opening a goddamn letter. Don't make it seem... <laughs> he's opening a letter and it's like boom and I'm always like Wah! I think I just wasn't expecting it like obviously that's the whole point of a jump scare line I'm like come on but like <laughs> I, I just I, I wasn't expecting it to to just like pop up and I was like oh, oh okay she's spicy all right <laughs> like that but yeah the actual like ugh, some of the practical effects were like a little cringy that the, when there's the big mob scene, I was like, oh. yeah, there's like, uh, you kind of know, but you know, going into it, that's what I mean. It's like for 1995, it looks great. Like the melting and stuff like that. Just the one where the guy, um, the, the like slicey part and it's like, does the green screeny thing. Oh yeah. Like, when he's shooting, like all oh. the scripts coming towards yes. him. That was a little, like, that's a little rough. <clears throat> yeah. But but other than that though, like it's got great effects. Yeah, the music um, was good. The music is great. Yes. Um the, was, the location was fabulous. Like the Canada, snow looked It was filmed real. I think in Montreal. <laughs> really? It was real snow, of course. Oh what oh okay, because I was like, man, for Canadians I feel like we know snow and like that looked like real <laughs> snow. <laughs> Okay, well, it makes me feel better that it was real snow then, because I was like, man, how'd they duplicate that? That's cool. So, <laughs> I loved it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Now, what do you think was better? Okay. Was, was was Screamers or Outside? See, and I liked Outside, but it's also not fair, because it was, like, 16 minutes, and I still have questions, but thoughtful questions, yeah. and I just want to see more. Like, Screamers was fine. It was, again, like a... For the time, it was probably, like, I would have gone and seen it and seen it. Yeah, seen it? Seen it, yeah. Yeah, seen it in theaters. I would have seen it, yeah. Yeah, Uh, I would have seen it in theaters, and I would have enjoyed it. But it's, like, very, like, one of those movies I'd go and watch with my dad. Like, it's very action-y. 
and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like, it's a lot of action elements and the, oh, the, yeah. the gruff older man and, like, I know what I'm doing, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and, uh, I don't know. Yeah. I love Jefferson. Yeah. I identify with him. He's adorable. The poor rookie, yeah. dumb kid who's exactly. so to shoot people. Yeah. It's just all things that I've seen before in different movies, sort of, you know? But I loved, 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 like, the screamer portion of it, where there's, oh, like, yeah. different kinds, and they're evolving and changing and growing, and oh, my God. I love that. That was fabulous. But, yeah, it was fun. I had a fun time. It was good. Right. Yeah. Should we, should we just get right into it, or? Into our review? Should we get to our review? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, let's do there's, it. There's a pause there. I yeah, I was sure. like into R, and I was like waiting. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I can tell we're doing this in the morning instead of nighttime because I'm like alert. <laughs> uh, I'm not even. I'm still tired. <laughs> Need more coffee. Okay, we're gonna yes. go get coffee, and we'll get right back into this. Coffee and coffee review coming up. Now that we're thoughtfully caffeinated, um, this week we watched <laughs> Screamers, which is a 1995 movie. It is directed, I scrolled right past it, directed by Christian DeGuy. Sure. Sure. That feels De Guy, right. DeGuy, DeGuy. Not Christian. Philip. What? No, Philip. No. 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 Oh my God. I, my name is Alana and I can't read. Christian DeGuy. It was written by Philip Dick. Uh, Dana Bannon and Miguel Tiada Flores. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, this is another Dan O'Bannon film. Yes. He did. He did a few. Like he's, yes. He's got quite a few good credits. Like Alien. Yes, of he, course. So he's. Lots yeah. of sci-fi stuff. Hey. Yeah, from reading his or reading. <laughs> oh, just in the morning. Early in the morning. Oh boy. Uh, <laughs> from watching Memory. The yes. origin of Alien, like yep. it's it's kind of like a bug for the whole movie. Right. Uh, they explained how when Dan O'Bannon started out, like he just grew up in a very kind of he was kind of a poor kid, didn't have sure. anything, but his imagination took him everywhere, and Aww. he would just read all the um, uh, sci-fi horror comics right. and all that, and that just kind of influenced his mind completely. Awesome. And so he started writing. And that's why he's got all these great movies and scripts and everything. Well, I'm glad that he's successful. He deserves it. He's got such a creative mind. Like, it's something that I value in other people, like knowing people who are creative because I'm very analytical and I'm not creative at all. Like, it's like people who do, like, tattooing and art and all that kind of stuff. I have such an appreciation for it because it is not my thing at all. I can write very amateur-y but I that's about it that's all the creative juices I have in my whole being is like writing characters for D&D that's about it <laughs> that's all that's all you need yeah that's all you need I just outed myself as a, as a nerd but that's fine that's <laughs> that's accepted nowadays that's Yay! that's good yeah <laughs> well where did you first hear about this movie um on our last episode when you told me <laughs> where <laughs> That's uh, my response for lots of these movies. 
last week when you told me that we're watching it next week. But I, you watched the trailer after we had watched the movie, thank God. And they, like, drop everything in the trailer. They do. Oh, it's just a spoiler-filled yeah. thing. So don't watch the trailer if you want to watch this. Watch it after. Yeah. Watch the trailer after. Like, what the heck? Because I, I remember um, it was on TV. The trailer was on TV, and I was, I think it was in some movie okay. theaters, too. And, um, 1995. Yeah. I was... Oh, I couldn't remember 11. anything, I don't think. I was yeah. 11, yeah. I was but a wee babe. Oh. Not even, not even aware of the horror movie goodness. Yeah. Yeah, I was too small. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I didn't see in the theaters, but as soon as it came to VHS, I rented it because, mm. oh, it looks like a good movie. I've seen the trailers. It's got cool robots that kill people. I want to see this. Yes. And uh, me and a buddy, we, I think we were having a sleepover, and we went to the rental store and just grabbed like a shit ton of movies. Yes. And Screamers came out. I'm like, well, Yes. And I remember watching it, and I'm like, this is, I wasn't scared, but at the same time, I'm like, this, I, could, I couldn't turn away. Right. It was, it, it gripped me and just pulled me, sucked me right in. Man, that first scene, that mm-hmm. is something. Yeah. I, um, yeah, when we watched that, I was like, oh, okay, this, this is, this is what we're doing. Like, we're straight up maiming somebody within the first five minutes of the film. Like, I'm here for it. And that's what hooked me. Right away, I'm like, okay, cool. This is what we're dealing with. Yes. Bring it on. Yes. I, I, I loved it then. I still like it now. Fabulous. It's it's aged a bit with the It effects. has, but very few of them. Like, yeah. like when it's not, you know, a mass amount of robotic children walking towards you, it's um, very well done. Like well, the, the, the beginning scene with the guy getting like all choppy chopped up. That looks so good. Like it mm-hmm. looked really real. Oh, yeah. And then when he goes to grab the message out of his hand and it's like, oh, yeah. yeah, I'm impressed. I was like impressed for, by it. There's very few things that are like, oh, that's 1995. For a budget of 20 million, you know, yeah. that's, that's like nowadays, that's maybe in effect. One yes. single effect in a movie. Right. Um, yeah, like they didn't have really much. If they had more money, it feels like a 60 billion movie. Or right. 60 billion. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh, a 60 ooh, million ooh. movie. If they had more money for this, it would have been a little more better effects, right. I think. Yeah. But I don't want to, you know, say that's what makes a movie. It's not. Right. It's the acting. It's the totally. atmosphere. It's the script. And there's all that is lined up in here. That's I agree. checked off. Yeah. Yeah. It was fun. Speaking of <laughs> cast. Speaking of which. Speaking of the cast. Let's speaking get of them. people getting maimed. Yes. Yes. Oh, yes. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> so we stars Peter Weller, who is uh, plays Commander Joseph A. Hendrickson. Also known as Robocop. Uh-huh. Yes. He did such a good job. He's exactly what this movie needed as a main character. Oh, yeah. Like, exactly. And it's, you know, what you expect from a action-y, sci-fi horror movie. You know what yeah. I mean? Like that, you listen to me here, soldier. <laughs> Smoking all the time. And, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we got Jennifer Rubin as Jessica Hansen. Mm-hmm. Andrew Lauer as Ace Jefferson, the young rookie. Oh, yeah. His first name was Ace. Yes. And he went by Jefferson? Yes. Do you want to run past me again with that? <laughs> I, d- I would just be like, literally walk up to anybody and be like, Hi, I'm Ace. Hi, I'm Ace. Hi, I'm Ace. What's your last name? Cool name? Jefferson. <laughs> Ace Jefferson reporting for duty. <laughs> <laughs> we also 
also have uh, Ron White as Chuck Albarak. Chuck. Oh, yeah, Chuck, Chuck, Chuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Charles Powell as Ross, Scaredy Cat Ross. Annoying. Roy Dupuy as Becker. Uh, this is also, just uh, I forgot to mention, this is a Canadian kind of film. Ah. It's not a Canadian film, but it's... Filmed in Canada. Filmed in Canada. It's got, yeah, exactly. Cool. Film, they usually need to film in Canada to fill some spots. They hire local, and there's lots of good actors out there, and actresses who are Canadian. That happens a lot. There's like a ton, ton, ton of um, uh, acting, acting, oh my God, Alana, movies that go on in like Vancouver, BC specifically, because it's got such um, a different terrain, and there's terrain like up and down the whole province. And, and they can call it any city in America. Exactly. Like they film X-Files so, there so yes, many times. Exactly. So yeah, BC is a huge place to be filming, which is interesting. Yeah. Uh, we also have Michael Kalos as David. Which one's David? Oh, David. Yeah, oh. David. Which one is David? Oh, no. <laughs> They're all David. <laughs> and just because Lenny Parker as Don't Fuck It Up, Corporal McDonald. Oh, my God. Corporal McDonald. What is she even doing? What does she even do? McDonald, don't fuck it up. Don't fuck it up. She just what? mistake after mistake. That would be me. That, that was our, our big... <laughs> Our joke through the whole movie. Uh, well, not whole movie, because she's on for most of it. But, yeah, she's uh, in it for like a whole... Like, she's in like the first quarter. <laughs> um, yeah, um, she just kind of keeps... Not screwing things up, but things go wrong with her. Yes, a lot. always. And and, uh, and they're just like, McDonald! <laughs> I rule the day! <laughs> yeah, Henderson oh. is like, he's always on her ass. Yes. Yeah, to try and talk to like, there's like a hollow image... Instructions yep. going on, and she's like, "Can't make it work, sir. Interference. Give me that ten or uh, McDonald. McDonald, like, God, <laughs> fix it, McDonald. Damn McDonald, fucking up again, McDonald. Yeah. Hey, McDonald, where's the calm <laughs> coming from? I don't know, sir. McDonald, figure it out. It's like, oh my God, like, did she's she like, do anything right? <laughs> she's like the whipping boy of the entire platoon. Yes, <laughs> and it's funny. You have someone. So. Yes, it's it's appreciated. Yeah, we enjoyed it. Let's get into review? Yeah. Let's get into review. Review right. time. Where the screamers get us. Do, do, do. Hey, is, is your tab on? Is your tab working? I don't know. I, I need to check my wrist. One check, sec. check your tab. Oh, no, I have no green. Oh, well, <laughs> shit, we got to do this quick then. <laughs> you'll find out. All right, uh, victims, yeah. you'll figure it out. Uh, <laughs> so, in the year 2078, the planet Sirius 6b, once a thriving mining hub, has been reduced to a toxic wasteland by a war between the mining company known as the New Economic Bloc, the NEBS, Nebs, and the Alliance, a group of former miner, mining and science personnel. Mm-hmm. Uh, after miners discovered that their extraction of ore released toxic gases, they went on strike, and the mining company hired mercenaries as strike breakers. Five years into the war, Alliance scientists created and deployed autonomous mobile swords. This AMS. feels like was what was crawling in the beginning. Yeah. Okay. You were cool. not paying attention whatsoever. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I was, but it was like a long time ago, and I was like, "Yeah, I feel, this all feels very familiar." <laughs> Artificially intelligent, self-replicating machines that hunt down and kill Neb soldiers on their own. They're nicknamed Screamers because of a high-pitched noise they emit as they attack. Yes. Screamers target. Tar- tar- uh, screamers track targets by their heartbeats, so Alliance soldiers wear tabs. Mm-hmm. These little like wristbandy, yes. lighty things. Yes. Which broadcast a signal, canceling out the wearer's heartbeat, and rendering them invisible to the machines. Yes. Yeah. So that's kind of the backstory of 
everything. Mm -hmm. And it's it's very every every movie that has like uh, mining has like the um, unobtainium. Yeah. Or or I forget what they call in this one, but exactly. it's like uh, the super rare material or or gems or something it that's... was beryllium wasn't it here yes yes, yes. which and then for some reason plutonium popped up randomly. that's because they use they use nukes that's why yes yes but um apparently by hendrickson's account one teaspoon could power him a, a, a ship from yes. earth to saturn saturn in yep. like a heartbeat so but, cool. you know, with great power comes great responsibility. Yeah, they don't have that. Nope. Missing that last part. Yeah. A fragile stalemate is in effect between the two exhausted, poorly supplied, and undermanned armies. The Alliance recovers a message from a dead Neb soldier, killed by screamers as he approached the Alliance compound, guaranteeing safe passage through Neb territory to discuss a truce. Yes. Now, unpack that a bit. There's a bit... <laughs> again, they, yeah. much better than Chopping Mall. Ugh. Um... Yeah, so we start off with we got this guy kind of running through this deserty dunes. Mm -hmm. This place would be like just lush, a lush, yes. beautiful like Earth planet, and now it's a wasteland. Yes. Just deserts and snow everywhere. I immediately made an Anakin joke because yes. it's just sand for miles. Yeah. So, so he's coming to the compound, and the um, guards on duty they're like, oh, "I'll shoot him! I'll shoot him!" And this girl comes up. She's like, "He's mine." Yeah. And uh, look out, boys! He's mine. Yeah. And uh, as he's getting closer, we hear the uh, the scream and the little burrowy effects of the screamers yes. going through the ground. Yeah. And um, he kind of starts screaming. Well, he starts shooting. He starts shooting them, and there's too many. So he pulls out this little container canister, mm -hmm. holds it up. He's like, ah! And a screamer comes, cuts off his arm. Yep. And then another one cuts off his leg, and he's lying there. One goes right for the noggin and slice. Nom, 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 nom. And uh, so one of the commanders kind of comes in, what's going on here? And they're like, oh, we got a Neb soldier. He's kind of in pieces. He's waving something, whatever. Yeah. And the guy's like, who's Chuck? Chuck's like, I'll get it. So he goes out there, has his tab on green. Yeah. Walks out, and as, we, as he goes out there, we see the you know, there's a leg, there's the body. And the screamers, they're bringing, they, they kind of, they're also disposal. Yes. So they drag the body parts into the ground <clears throat> after them. Yeah. So the, he grabs the arm and is holding on to the uh, canister. And the commander, he shoots it and destroys the, uh, they have no problems destroying the screamers. They're for, they work for them, but right. they don't care. Right. And um, manages to get the uh, canister before it gets taken away. Mm -hmm. And so he takes it inside, takes his commander, Hendrickson. He's like the big boss of the area. Yes. Yep. And uh, it pops open, scares Lana. Yes. And, uh, <laughs> and mail from of, hell. Yeah. And they find out it's like a, a peace treaty. Like, yes. you know, two people come to our compound and we'll discuss a peace. Mm -hmm. And they get in touch with their commanding officer on Earth. He's like, nope, that's, don't worry about that. We found another moon or planet full of this uh, gas. And now we're going there to mine it. War's over. And so, yeah, so, uh, when Alliance commanding officer Joe Henriksen reports this development to his Earth-based superiors, he said that, yep. he's told that peace negotiations are already underway on Earth, but Private Ace Jefferson, Yay. who literally just dropped on their front door, yeah. um, was, they were broadcasting they were a uh, civilian vessel. Yes. And then he just kind of crashed. 
Yeah, and then they crashed. Yeah, because then there's a huge kerfluffle with the crash. Yeah. Also find out that because of the uh, wars, uh, they basically just use nukes. Yes. And has poisoned the atmosphere. Which, like... <sighs> yeah. And to counteract the poison, they have to smoke these red cigarettes. Yes, exactly. And everyone smokes in this movie. It's a very pro-smoking movie. Because <laughs> um, 90s. <laughs> yes. But yeah, so they have to light up... Light, they call light up reds. Yeah. Uh, so that they, the radiation doesn't kill them, basically. Yep. And everybody just carries a pack of reds on them at all times. Yeah. Just so... And the, later in the movie, um, Jefferson asks uh, Joe, he's like, how do you know that it's working? And he's like, you don't die. And I'm yeah. like, oh. <laughs> you're going to put, really put crap in my lungs to keep me from dying from yep. crap? He's like, yep. Okay. Yep. You have to put crap in your lungs to get the crap out of your lungs. Yep. Ugh. So Private Ace Jefferson, uh, newly arrived from Earth, said that is untrue. Hendrickson is not surprised. He has long suspected that both sides have simply written off Sirius 6B and yeah. abandoned their armies. Right. Ouch. Which is interesting. You've never played Mass Effect. I've played Mass Effect. Have you played all of them? Two. Okay. I played number two. Okay. Yeah, there's um, there's a lot of stuff that happens in all three of them, and this storyline is exactly something that happens in the first one. Hmm. Like, exactly. Is yeah. that they get taken over, and then they're just like, eh, no one will miss them. We'll just say that something exploded. It's like, oh, oh my god. Oh boy. Yeah, like, it's a scary thing to just be like, and to be not on Earth, and to be abandoned with no natural flora or fauna to keep you alive, that's scary. Yeah, they get they get shipments every now and then, but that's about it. They exactly. Just kind of just to keep them, keep them going enough so they'll... Maybe kill each other off. Exactly. Oof. So, Henriksen decides that the only realistic chance of survival for himself and his soldiers is to accept the Neb truce offer. He sets out for a meeting with the Neb commander, accompanied by Jefferson. Uh, while traveling through a destroyed city, they come upon a war orphan, a young boy named David. Aw, you got a little teddy bear. Yeah, clutching a teddy bear. <laughs> Aw, little teddy bear. <laughs> Unwilling... To abandon a defenseless civilian, they bring the boy along. That's bullshit. Yeah, I was Joe like, was, as if. Joe, Joe was, was like, like, fuck this kid. Yeah, and I'm you like, stay yeah. here. Here's a ration. We'll be back in two days. Like, Yeah, we'll hit you on the flip side when we're done our mission. Can I go with you? Is that what he says? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He says a lot. Mm-hmm. That's a red flag. Red flag. Red flag. Also, also, as soon as they see David... And he's like, hello. It's very echoey and very yes. strange the, sounding. You know, right. I did notice that. I'm wondering. Because what? I'm like, uh, a Nick? That's that's not a kid. That's <laughs> not gave, a human. You gave me the look. I'm like, yeah. I hope she doesn't figure it out. And you're like, ah. And then they come up to him and he is like a sad little orphan boy. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. Fair. Where's your parents? Dead. Okay. What do you eat? Food. Food. What kind? Different kind. <laughs> That's like, right. It's very weird answers. Right. Like, yeah. all of the flags were red in this situation. Yeah. So they basically, well, Joe was like, no. Uh, Jefferson's like, yes. And, and as they're walking away, can I go with you? Mm-hmm. Joe's like, fine. Fine. So they bring the boy along. The following night, they're attacked by a reptilian screamer that they've yes. never seen before. Henderson's like alarmed it, it that their like lines. Yeah. Henderson's alarmed that their alliance tab did not protect them. 
so yeah, so they're, they're kind of camping out. Um, little boy's having a snooze on Joe. Mm-hmm. Joe's playing with the teddy bear, making yep. him talk and move. Kind of, because he said, you know, I had one yeah. like him. So he's kind of going yeah, back to his like, kids' days. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, old uh, Jefferson is laying there with these VR sound glass goggles. Mm-hmm. Uh, music videos of naked women. Yes. Boobs. So he can't hear anything. Yeah. Nope. Boobs. And first, he also, first boobs. He also took his tab off. Exactly. He took his tab off because he's under the assumption that if it's sitting beside you, that's good enough. Yeah. No, it has to be attached. Yes. So, Which makes sense because it's about heartbeat, stupid head. Yeah. yeah. It, it, it registers your, your thumb thumbs. So, yeah. So, Joe kind of, he hears, he sees one. Yes. He's kind of dicking around and he goes right for both of them. Yeah. And he shoots it. And yep. he's like, and uh, Ace is like, well, why are you getting mad at me? Because he just gave him shit, you know? Yeah. He's this thing will, you know, out. this saves your life, blah, blah, blah. I was like, why am I going for you too? He's like, you're right. Crap. And he, one thing that um, Hendrix always does is he digs into and pulls out like a little chip, like yes, the brain. Yes, yes. And uh, he's kind of collecting them. We're not yep. sure why. We find out later. But uh, he's kind of he's keeping them on him. Yeah. And he also smashes poor Ace's um, <laughs> porn music video. Yeah. I'd be upset too. He was a little nice. Do you know how much that costs? Like, it's not worth your life. Yeah. Oh, no. gosh darn. <laughs> As the group nears the Neb compound, two enemy soldiers, Becker and Ross, open fire on David. Yes. Whose chest explodes in a shower of not blood and guts, gears, bolts, and wires. Dun, dun, dun. Always trust those red flags, guys. I'm just saying, especially in the apocalypse. David was a screamer. Whoa. (laughs) He's a human screamer. Oh, my God. Yeah. They explained to the astonished Alliance men that David was a new Type 3 screamer impersonating a human. Yes. Most of the Neb contingent had been wiped out by another David Screamer that a patrol unwilling, unwittingly brought into the base. Yes. Becca Ross and a black mercantile named Jessica are the only survivors. We also hear while um, Joe is trying to contact, contact his base, mm-hmm. uh, Chuck is like, his his like sub commander. Yes. Good old he's Chuck. Like, he's like, kind of saying, yeah, we got another visitor. He's kind of a strange fella. And we're like, uh-oh. Yeah. Uh-oh. Yes. Oh, Chucky boy, you are in for. Yeah, and this bet... is before David gets like gets yes bullets in yeah, him. Yeah, this, like, this is when and I'm like, ah, uh, Nick, wait a second. Wasn't weren't they talking about a strange human coming into their thing? And I bet it was McDonald's fault. Yes. I bet she but let him in. Fucking McDonald. You Fuck give her. God damn it, Joe. You leave for two days, and McDonald lets in a screamer, like just like that. Fucked it up. Damn it. You say, don't, don't fuck it up. She fucks it she up. She fucks it up. That's what she does every time. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah. The group heads <laughs> to the Neb compound, command center, but finds only an empty building with large pools of blood. Locating the mainframe computer, Hendrickson learns that the Neb true software was just as false as the Alliance message from Earth. Yes. Uh, the group retreats to the Neb bunker pursued by Davids. There's a bunch of them. Yeah, and they're creepy looking. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. We also uh, we also see Joe. He's um, going through the chips and yeah. he's like scanning them, like yeah. uh, like uh, a credit card, ATM kind of thing. Just right. Swipe it, and it shows the 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 reptile one. Yeah. And he swipes the the boy one, and it goes from because type one is the originals. Yes. Type just the little guys yeah. that are just in the sound. Uh, type. No, sorry. Type type one. Type one was the the 
reptiles. Yes, yes, yes. Type three were the boys. Right. And he types in, you know, type three before he can or he gets chased away by David. Yes. So what's type two? We're going to find out eventually. Type two. <laughs> um, the discovery that the screamers have evolved new versions on their own that yes. are indistinguishable from humans and immune to alliance tabs. Right. Leads to paranoia and distrust. Because they could be anybody. Yeah, and they, uh, Ross, ex not Ross, uh, Becker explained that. Um, Becker's the angry one with the teardrops, Yes, right? yes. He's got a couple teardrops because he's <laughs> a badass. I forgot about his, his name. Also, that's horrible. Like, why did they have to give him those, like, horrible looking ones? Why yeah. can't they give him, why, like, something cool? Why on the inside of the design? Right? Why are they supposed to be on the outside? But whatever. Yeah, it was a it was a weird design choice. Maybe there's a reason behind it that we don't know. We're obviously not the directors or the special effects artists or makeup artists, but it is a weird choice. It is. Right? So, he explains how they're, they're seen as wounded soldiers yelling, mm -hmm. help me a lot, mm -hmm. to try and lure someone in and kill them. Yes. Um, where was I? Okay. Becker becomes convinced that Ross is a screamer and kills him. Yeah. And he's to discover like, that he was human because he keeps repeating. I was going to say one of the things is that they repeat. Get off my back. Yeah. He says it a lot. And you think, yes. you know, you think too, he's a screamer. And he's like always nervous and like nervous, awkward scared. around people. Yeah. Yeah. He's. Shoots everything. Yeah. Like. Just, ugh. just not a good soldier. No. Very twitchy. Very. Yes. So even like us as the audience, we're like, okay, something's off here. And now that you know that they can be anything or anyone, you're like, okay, Ross, we see you. This this becomes thing territory. Yes, exactly. Yep. Mm-hmm. We just still got to re-review. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, so killed Ross. Ross was, in fact, human. Yep. And Becker's like, eh, whatever. But, like, was he, though, Nick? Because once we get to the end, we see that, like, the robots can bleed, too. Yeah. Right? Yeah, but also he... Died. Well, he, <laughs> well, he di yeah, he died by, like, a knife. Right. So I think I think there'd be more sparks or something. There, there's, there's more distinguishable... But, like, they just pulled a knife out. Like, he could have had, like, a bunch of circuits and crap underneath. You know but, what I but mean? But near the end, though, he also, uh, Joe stabs a screamer, like. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, like, type two. And there's still sparks. There's still. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, Ross. I was just Ross, thinking about that. I'm like, but was he? <laughs> I think Ross was human, just a okay. very bad one. Yeah. <laughs> fair. The three very fair. <laughs> the three survivors retreat to the Alliance base. Only to find that the Davids have gained entrance to the compound as well, and with equally devastating results. Fuck McDonald. God damn it, McDonald. And it's funny because um, in the beginning we have Joe and Chuck you know, talking about uh, Don Giovanni. Yes. And, uh, yes. and I, just, I think it was just kind of based on what they like to listen to for music. Right. And um, Chuck keeps saying, come on down. Over. Yes. Come on yep. down. Over. So you can talk to Gio or Don Giovanni. Yeah, it's Giovanni here. Like, yeah, yeah. The, how's it going? Oh, good, good. Blah, blah, blah. Come on down, over. Yes. <laughs> and meanwhile, Joe's like backup's like, you know, fuck this. Everyone get out of here. Yeah. And it's like, and he's like, well, why don't you come up? Oh, well, you just come on down, yeah. over. Yeah, open okay, the door, Okay, well, Chuck. how about you just come up? Oh, well, come on down. And you're like, <laughs> and he's like slowly like, get back, get back, get back. Oh, my yeah. God. Come on up, Chuck. Open the door. Oh, come on down, over. 
Oh, it's, it's like it's almost like it's creepy how they set that up. You know. Mm-hmm. Ooh. This is this is damn good writing. Yes, it this really is. is. Dan O'Bannon, he's good. He's mm-hmm. he knows what he's doing. As dozens of Davids pour out of the bunker's entrance, Hendrickson fires a micro nuclear missile into the bunker. So this is the part where, like, obviously this is the 90s. They can't just duplicate and make it look real for all the Davids. So there's people, and they're probably regular people, wearing, like, David masks. masks, And it looks very, like, costumey. This is the only part, one of the two parts, that I'm like, ugh. This is kind of blah. But the the zoom-ins on the faces and the, the melting skin and the robots the look so good. But the long shots are like... Ugh. But they always have the real David in the front. In there, So that yes. kind of takes your your view from the, foregr- from the background to the yes, foreground exactly. of him. So it, yes. it does work out. Totally. But I, I, I noticed it too. Yeah, I totally it's just like, it. oh, well, that's obviously okay. 20 people wearing rubber masks. Real? <laughs> fake, 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 fake. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. Very, very, and, like, real they tried. And I totally commend them for trying. And I know that these days you could just literally duplicate them and pop them in and no one would be able to tell. But yeah, the practical effects just kind of hurt a bit in this one. Yeah. But. So they kind of, so after the explosion, they're kind of knocked out a bit. Yes. And we hear Becker screaming, screaming. help me, help. Yeah. Like, it looks like he's holding his lower his stomach or, or something. something. He's hurt. Yeah. And Jefferson, being the young rookie that he was, you know, rushes to the aid yes. of Becker. It's like, oh my God. Who was apparently injured in the blast. But Becker's cries of distress are a ruse. Even Joe figures it out. What a ruse. <laughs> what a twist. <laughs> he is a type two screamer. And he kills Jefferson. By basically just crushing him in hand on half. Basically, he like you know, he's grabbed him like by his like ribs and just pushed Smushed him. him. Yeah. yeah. And then so. threw him like very hard oh, against yeah. the tank. Yeah, give him a toss. Yeah. Uh, after Hendrickson destroys Becker, only he and Jessica remain, and uh, he shoots uh, Becker in the face and yep. a bit of yo know, like Tristie's honor. He's quoting Shakespeare. Yeah. And then he fights a bit, kind of is super cocky yes and then he gets kind of shot in half by a i don't know a grenade launcher on his gun it, it's not a bad effect it's, it's very rough effect yeah this is not a rough effect it looks this is the only other part where it's like Ugh. but it's like basically you can tell that it cuts to like a green screen almost where they popped him getting cut in half on it yeah and then they switch right back to the movie. But the after effect of him lying there in half is so good. Mm-hmm. Like, it's fabulous. And it's like, ugh, guys, you were so close. <laughs> yeah. But I know, again, it's hard. And I'm understanding of the whole, you know, it, like, era. So, yeah, yeah, they tried. And now paranoid, Hendrickson worries that Jessica could be a screamer as well. Yes. He slashed, because she's, you know, because he digs out a, uh, a chip from... Um, Becker. Becker, yeah. And it's like, I've never seen this before. This is new. This is a weird one. And it's like all triangly and it's yeah. got weird and like notes on it like that aren't English. Yeah, it has like new language. I've never you know, seen this language yeah. before. Yeah. Uh, another funny thing is, um, not funny thing, but when Ace asks about, you know, where did they come from? What are screamers? And he explains yes. basically someone on Earth cooked them up, brought them here, and set up a underground 
development facility. Yep. Right. And basically, they, they turned them on and ran. Ran, yeah. Because it's all self. Um, it's like self automated, basically. Yes. And they, 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 they make themselves, evolve themselves. They, yep. Well, evolve wasn't expected. They just, you yes. know, just stay as little like moles almost. This is why we can't trust robots, you guys. This is why Terminator could happen. Siri. God damn it. <laughs> yep. So he, so he, she reaches out for the chip and uh, Paris is like, yep, here you go. But he slashes her hand and is relieved though to see blood dripping from the wound. She recoils back. She's hurt. Yeah, she's like, oh, what the fuck? And he's like, I'm so sorry. I had to know. I had to know. You, then, you do me. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, no, no, I believe you. And then uh, they have sex. And then they have smoochies. Yeah. 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 It's, 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 it's kind of really that they have, they have sex. Yeah. So, whatever. Yes. And, you know, Apparently right that's beside new, all the dead people. <laughs> that's, that's the newest um, futuristic pickup line. I slice your hand, we have sex. Yep. As yep. makeup. So. They locate an emergency escape shuttle and begin prepping for launch. Only for Becker, who was repaired and has taken Joe's friend's face to attack Joe. Oh, that was Becker. I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't pick it up at all. Yeah. Missed it. Oh. Well. I saw Becker. I didn't. Although I, did, I was wondering why he was quoting Shakespeare again. Yeah. I thought, oh, it's just a thing they have. Yeah. And then he switches to Chuck. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, I guess. That makes sense. Yeah. In the struggle, Joe manages to finally kill Becker by throwing him into a plasma laser that's part of the shield grid for the escape shuttle. Mm-hmm. Uh, you also find out that only Be- uh, not Becker, only Joe can open everything up and use it because of his... DNA codes. Like, yeah, he's like the. So is he like like the the captain in quotations of the, like the site sort of thing or like the head dude? I think of the the alliance army. He was in charge. There we go. He yes. was there. Like he the was a lieutenant or whatever. Yeah. Sergeant. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, with the shuttle now prepped, the discoverer can only carry one person. Hendrickson offers the shuttle to Jessica, but a second Jessica arrives. Dun dun dun. Confirming that she's a screamer after all. And even yes. more human-like. Hendrickson resigns himself to death, but to his surprise, Jessica shields him. Yes. Then sacrifices herself in battle with her lookalike. Yeah, so, that was like so a this cool fight second scene. Jessica is like rude. And she's like, yeah, you know, we can talk, walk, and fuck. And it's like, huh? Okay, you didn't have to say it like that, second Jessica. Like, weird. And so this whole thing where he's like, no, like, like you need to go, not me. And she's like, but you can pilot it. And he's like, well, let's flip for it. And she's like, okay. And so then he well, flips. She didn't know what that meant. Yeah. There's, right. there, are, there are some clues that she is who she... Yeah. She doesn't know who she says she is. Exactly. But like he, you know, he flips the coin and, you know, final pick. And he picks, um, mm-hmm. I don't know, not heads or tails because it's... No, it's um, Cleopatra or the uh, pyramid or something. It was weird. Yeah. And yeah. he just kind of throws his glove over top. He's like, oh, yeah, he's fuck like, it. It doesn't matter. You're going. You're and going. like, but I can't. <laughs> and then afterwards, that's the whole thing is that like, he's like, what? She's like, see, I told you I couldn't go. And he's like, oh. <laughs> like, it's, it's a yeah, strange. Other Jessica shows up and she's like, uh-uh. Yeah. I'm going to kill you. Yeah. Joke's on you, Joe. Yeah. So she, yeah, so first Jessica sacrifices herself in battle with her lookalike. Joe then kills the lookalike with the shuttle's ignition test. Yes, which is, again, with such a good effect. That is a great effect. Like, what? We get Why so, couldn't we get that the whole time? We get some crispy <laughs> boobs. Yeah, and, very uh, crispy Jessica. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's it's a good of good effect. Mm-hmm. Good yeah, effect. it looks really good for and, what it is. And uh, one of the, uh, I think it was during the when he was fighting or getting away from the, um, the David, the Davids. Yeah. One of the faces morph. Yes. Into like you know the, the teeth, the mouth winds up. There's like razor blades in the teeth. The yes. eyes kind of shrink and go spooky. A great morph effect. Mm-hmm. Really good effect. Mm-hmm. Uh, with her last breath, Jessica confesses her love for Hendrickson, even though she's a robot. Yeah, of course, because, you know, the robots learn to love, yeah. so. She kind of explains how she wanted to tell him, she tried to, but... She didn't know how he'd react, yeah. and which, fair. Like, he probably would have hurt her, so I, I, I understand where she's coming from, but, meh. Yeah. Hendrickson departs for Earth on the escape shuttle with a single souvenir, the teddy bear, carried by the original David. Yes. As the screen fades to black, the bear slowly begins to move on its own. No. The end. So is there a second one? Yes. Oh. End? I haven't seen it. Oh. Okay. Is it like right after this? Like, does do we pick up, up where I, they I, left I, off? I, also, I looked at the uh, Wikipedia plots to try and figure it out. Nope. There's maybe a paragraph. <laughs> That's None. it. That's it? Okay. So, I, all I know is uh, Frank Weller is in it still. Awesome. So. Okay. Because that was what I was going to say is, like, is Peter Weller still, like, the or dude? Peter Weller, not Frank. And um, I, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I guess I'll, I'll look. It's, yeah. Oh, it's back on Sirius 6. Oh, no. It's Screamers the Hunting is what it's called. 2009. Yeah. yeah. Group of humans arrive on Sirius 6B to investigate the SOS signal from the planet, which is supposedly deserted. Oh, man. This is... Okay, I'm not reading this whole thing because we're talking, but, like, yeah, it's... She looks a little scary. A little more horror-y. Oh, good. more human-y. But it got a very low rating, so here we go. Well, okay. I might watch it this weekend and tell you... (laughs) Tell you how I feel. Save it for, uh, next Killer Robot Month. Next Talking Chop, yeah. Or next Killer Robot Month. Yeah. Whenever that is. Are there that many? No. <laughs> there really isn't. There's, there's like, a few there's a few yeah. ones that I, I could have chosen for this month, but Right. Because when I think robots, I basically immediately and like horror movies, I immediately default to Terminator. And that's about it. Really. Yeah, but like out of space robots. There's there's a Saturn six, I think. I mean um, you could technically classify Friday the thirteenth like in space. That was not a robot. I mean, he's not kind a robot. Cyborgy, he's, isn't no, he? No, no, Doesn't no. he turn into like Superman? No, he just gets his DNA recombobulated. Yeah. And, and upgraded. Doesn't mean he's robot. But he doesn't have like wires and stuff. I thought he was nope. like cyborgy. Nope. Oh. No, it's nope. kind of roboty. <laughs> I don't know. Roboty is such such a loose word. <laughs> like, what is a robot? You know, like. I don't know. But then Alien too, like I think of the cyborgy dudes in Alien and like yeah. the, the like beep boop 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 milk. But but for, for killer robots we've got to have a robot that kills. Yes, right. Right. So. Yeah. Scary. Yeah, spooky scary. Spooky scary skeletons. <laughs> so how would you <laughs> Oh, it's almost Halloween, I'm excited. <laughs> Uh, so, how would you rate this movie? Oh, I didn't even think about this. I usually have some thoughts and some points and stuff. I don't know. It was, like, like, I feel like it's very, like, chopping mall, but, like, like, better. 
but like in a different way. Like, I don't know, I'd probably give it like a three. Like it feels very action-y, very of the era. It's, yeah, but it was fun. Like I had a fun time watching it and the twists and turns and I, you know, wasn't expecting some of the stuff that happened and still sad about Jefferson and yeah, it, it invoked feelings and I had a good time. So I'd say that's a solid three. Wasn't cool. scary. Except for that when the male is the scariest <laughs> part of the movie for me, well, that's not exactly a positive, you know? But um, yeah, the effects overall were all right, except for the two things we pointed out. Yeah, I'd say a solid three. Yeah, nice. I, I give it a three it. and a half, just because of you? nostalgic value. Of course, always. Um, That'll always play a role. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the effects are fantastic. Yeah. Um, nothing looks weird. Nothing looks fake. Right. Um. Yeah, uh, the the different design to the screamers, I sure. love that. How um, they just kind of there's so many of them, mm-hmm. and they're always like like when we're we're watching. I commented how they're they're always kind of digging around the dirt, right? So you know they're around. Yeah. Um, and cool. They they kind of threw in like the you have to wear the tabs so you can be invisible to them. That's a cool little little factor. Yeah. I just wish they would have gone a bit harder with the screamers which maybe they explore in this next one i doubt it but like i would have like we were talking about afterwards when we were just kind of bullshitting i would have loved to have like taken us to where they live in quotations the loosest form of the word like i want to see docking stations i want to see how they're figuring out stuff like you know i want to see like a mother computer and these are all of her hive children like Like, yeah you know i want i want more about them and they obviously did that on purpose that they didn't because could you imagine that special effects budget like i I understand and i'm empathetic um, to the fact that they did it how they did but i just wanted more from the screamers i want more backstory have the um all the bodies that they take after they kill. Exactly. Like have just, what just, happens? Just have, just have like a big vat of blood. Yes. Have, um, have just skin. Because Joe hanging. talks about how the, he thinks the reason they're taking them is because humans produce methane gas, right? Yeah. So, and that can, you know, be used as power and a fuel source. Yeah. Which like I understand, but it's just like, like I wanted to see it. Like, I don't want, and he's like, but really, I don't know. I'm just a guy. I don't fucking know. And it's like, okay, fair. But like, like, I just want to see it. Give me some. Give Give me me more. Give me something. Come on. And it's like a different kind of feeling to how I felt when we watched Amy Acker's Outside, where it's like, oh my God, there's so many questions. But this one, it's like, you're giving me just a taste and I want to see it. Like, you're talking about it. So you're acknowledging that it's a thing. So give me more. Give me, give me more. Give me, give me, give me more. Little Britney Spears. Yeah. She should have been in this movie. (laughs) Right? Yep. Yes. (sighs) Yeah. She was fun, though. Thinking back, they did have Britney Spears as a robot. Yes. Awesome Powers 3? Yes, they did. Yeah, it was, I think it was 3. Yeah, it was 3. Yeah, Yeah. I'm sure it was was, 3. Yeah, Yeah, and she was a fembot. Fembot Britney Spears. Oh, Boy, where did that come from? <laughs> well, because she was relevant at the time, and they're she like, was, yeah. "This'll, this'll make the kids want to come, right? They know the the people and the <laughs> phrasing, <singers."> phrasing." <laughs> <laughs> no, I, 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 I enjoyed Screamers. Totally. Uh, it's, 
not a straight up horror. It's got a lot more science fiction to it. Yeah, lots of actiony, gun shooting, explosiony things. Yeah, but like I said, it's a movie I'd watch on like TBS with my dad. Yeah, you know. But it's also it has the horror elements. It's got the the killing machines. It's yes. got the uh, the very David was creepy. Yes. Creepy yes. as hell, David. David was scary. Um, and especially in the beginning, and I had red flags, I never fucking trust kids in movies. And that is, like, something I carry into my real life. <laughs> Just don't trust kids. Number one. Don't trust them. Don't. Uh, like, even at the very end, the bear, when I first saw it, the bear moved, I'm like, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Now what? What's going to happen now? Right. Like, the kind of little teddy bear, he's going to pop out. You almost expect the bear to start screaming and then just kind of transform yes. with blades coming off its hands or head. Yes. Like, like, for what it was, it was great. Yes, I agree. They could have added on and expanded, which may have been even better. Yeah. But they didn't. And you know what? I'm okay and with that. that's fine. Yeah. It's this a good one-off. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I yeah. agree. Yeah. And you, well, maybe and I'll got, watch the 2009 one and report back. There you go. And, and they got a great <laughs> cast. The cast was great. They were. It was good acting. It was exactly what they needed. They had all the different personalities, like the rookie and the nervous guy and the big muff, or muff, oh my god, buff, manly, awkward guy. <laughs> oh lord. And oh, then McDonald, boy. who just fucking sucks, and like Chuck, who's the nostalgic Christian. You know what I mean? Like they, yeah. they had such an array of people and good acting. So. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I made this joke at the end. I make a joke on, screen, on air because oh, it's so oh, funny. <laughs> When when Jessica and Joe hooked up, was she a screamer? Uh, oh shit! Ow, ow. <laughs> and it turns out she was. So yeah. <laughs> jokes on us, like. <laughs> All right. So next so, week, gonna yeah. keep the killer robot month going. Whoop, whoop. I'm bringing out virus. Which I, you said it so creepy, and that makes me excited. But I, I give give me a taste. Give me a little taste about Basically, it. Basically. The plot is um, the research boat. I have been also seen it, so I'm kind of going by memory. Uh, research boat. Um, they pick up a signal from space, and it's sentient AI. Ooh. And it wants a body. Ooh. Boom. Virus. Not just anybody. I and so yeah, so it's back. it's very. It's a good step up from what we've really previously watched. Sure. Uh, effects wise, you're going to be blown away. Yay. That's all I ever asked. It's got, uh, Donald Sutherland. It's got, um, what's her name from Halloween? Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. Thank you. Thank you. Jamie Lee Curtis stars (laughs) in it. It's, it's a phenomenal, great movie. I think it's underrated personally. It is one of the most, well not most, one of the more underrated, unknown, but when you watch, you'll go, good damn. This is a, this is a doozy. I love it. I'm always into something like that. I always want to be pleasantly surprised. Because some of these movies are gems, you know, that just never, because horror isn't, like, now it is a bit more, but it's never been, like, a huge genre that, you know, blockbuster films. So some of them are really hidden gems, and I, I really appreciate that. And I, I, I really do like this movie. I awesome. really do. It's a good, I guess it's still more horror. Yes sci-fi sure. but a lot more scarier than what the last we've two we've watched yes awesome well that's exciting i'm excited so what would you think ichabod's kill the flick would be well as much as i loved like the girl on girl fight and the chest throwing and the laser 
dissolving and everything. Yes. I think it has to be that beginning maiming and mutilating and chopping because of the shock value and the quality of it. And it it sets the pace right there. It shows what the screamers are, what they can do. And there's just never ending. Exactly. Yeah. You kind of, it, it sets exactly, like you said, the tone and the pace and you're like, all right, here we go. Like we're, we're ready to, to chop some bitches up. Yeah. <laughs> and thank you for joining us this week. This episode was brought to you by our executive producer, Ichabod. We hope you enjoyed your orgasm as much as we did. Please don't forget to rate, download and subscribe. Also like, and follow us on Facebook at orgasm podcast, Instagram at orgasm, Twitter at Gasm Horror, and YouTube at the Horgasm Podcast. If you have a movie you'd like us to review, this is the best way to let us know. We hope to see you again next week. We have such sights to show you. Plenty of orgasms for you to experience. See ya. <laughs> <laughs>